Proverbs 11:2. When pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with the humble is wisdom. This is the word of the Lord. All right. Thanks be to God. And uh, I got those mixed up. Thanks be to God. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're continuing on through Proverbs 11. And uh, a good thing to kind of note as we start out is, uh, you know, the first like 11 Proverbs in chapter 11 are all very closely related. Um, and so it's kind of these this juxtaposition, behavioral juxtaposition, where mm-hmm. it, it'll set out something that God hates and something that God loves, or something mm-hmm. that God loves, something that he hates. So here we have, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, mm-hmm. but with the humble is wisdom. So uh, yesterday was a very commerce, very practical kind of proverb. Mm-hmm. This one's more high level rather than mm-hmm. talking about earthy things like weights and balances um, and kind of implying like, mm-hmm. you know, grain and <laughs> fish and whatnot. Right, right. We're talking about pride, wisdom, humility, disgrace. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jennifer, what what are your kind of like knee-jerk reaction thoughts yeah, to well, this I, proverb? Well, I think uh, I like that we're like zooming out a little bit because also there's like this idea of parallelism parallelism I know it is a hard (laughs) word um where because this starts with the pride like that relates to the deceit in the first verse of um the false weights and then the humility in the second line relates to the honesty and justice in the um second line of verse one so it kind of gives us just more categories to think about again getting us down to the heart level um, mm. What's really going on if we want to live skillfully and with wisdom and go with the grain um, that God has woven into the universe, mm. we're going to need to, um, you know, examine our hearts and we're mm. going to need to recognize sin and we're going to need to confess and repent and look to him in faith. So the fact that he starts out with pride, um, you know, that saying that it comes then comes disgrace. It's interesting that pride does lead to deceitfulness in that. Um, I think we see in a lot of other places in scripture that pride blinds you. Mm -hmm. Um, When you think of that being the most, um, you know, the, the sin or the heart posture of um, most associated with Satan and, you know, his ultimate reason for the fall um, was pride setting himself at the center and Mm -hmm. challenging God in that way, you know, where God, instead of God being in preeminent and we say, no, I will, you know, look to myself, I'll put myself in that position, the pride in that. And then you just see like the blindness um, leads to not only you being deceived, but um, then engaging in the deceiving of others. I mean, that's like really something to think about. Cause I think when you're pride, prideful, you don't think you're uh, blind. You actually are convinced that you're right yeah. and that you do hold the, um, you know, all the answers and this proverb is telling you, like, watch out, because next comes shame, mm-hmm. basically, disgrace. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's, you know, a lot of places in the Bible to talk about that. Yeah, come before a fall. Yeah, absolutely. You know, wisdom. I think we should press into that a little bit because it's a very important word in Proverbs. Not just because it's commended as an attribute, but it's also uh, sort of personified. And it, very interesting, wisdom is personified as this like 
very epic woman <laughs> yeah. who, you know, she, she's beautiful. She cries aloud in the streets. Like it's like this lady justice kind yeah. of image. Yeah. And, uh, calling you, know, you to higher living. Yes. Like, and yeah. she, she's Nobility, like almost. a friend and an instructor, mm-hmm. but also a protector. And, uh, I, I'm looking at Proverbs two right now. And, and just as like a little bit more context on the book of Proverbs, uh, it starts out with these, it's not all these like short little aphorisms that, you know, you can tuck in your back pocket. A lot of Proverbs are these long poems. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, chapter one, chapter two, kind of up until like eight or nine or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's It doesn't really get into these short percussive Proverbs, but it's these longer sections. And um, I'm looking at chapter two and starting in verse 10, it says, just this is picking up in the middle of, the, of a thought, so forgive me, but for wisdom will come into your heart and knowledge will be pleasant to your soul. Discretion will watch over you. Understanding will guard you, delivering you from the way of evil, from men of perverted speech who per- forsake the paths of uprightness to walk in the ways of darkness. And there's this great image here that like as wisdom comes into your heart, mm-hmm. um, you, you are delighted in knowledge. You know, you find delight in knowledge and you're mm-hmm. protected from these evil manipulative people who doesn't want to be protected from evil manipulative people. Right. Right. And so wisdom is held in this very high regard as like this very active. And then, you know, it gets into this idea that God created the earth through wisdom. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like this agent of God's redeeming, you know, creating hand. Yeah. And so that, you know, is the promise here that with the humble, with the lowly is wisdom rather than the opposite, which is disgrace. And so, you know, one of the phrases from uh, this commentary I'm looking at that I really like is that wisdom leaves the haughty. Wisdom leaves the haughty and lodges in the humble mind. Mm -hmm. And so by disposition, the lowly are ready to receive God's grace and his gifts. Yes. And I thought that that was just a great phrase. And, you know, that... um, it, it ties into so many biblical ideas that like uh, the friendship of the Lord is for those who fear him mm-hmm. um, or, you know, that God opposes the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Mm-hmm. And so um, this proverb is kind of smack dab in the middle of this massive spider web that reaches across <laughs> uh, the right. Bible, which is that humbling yourself actually puts yourself in a posture to receive grace. Yes. Yes. And I think that's like such a powerful. It is. And to promise. receive um, understanding mm. and knowledge. I mean, like you said, like it's it's not just a um, a spiritual reality. It actually translates mm-hmm. into, um, you know, again, kind of getting it, like yeah. how yeah. things work and like having discernment and knowing. I mean, you just imagine like if you always knew the right thing to do in every situation, I'm mean, like, that would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> That's wisdom. Um, <laughs> but what God's telling us is that is available to us, but it starts with this humility that leads you to um, trust and belief and love of God. And mm-hmm. um, like you said, well, I love that. Welcome. You're, you're a welcome place for his grace and he pours it out on you. I mean, mm-hmm. you do grow in wisdom when you walk in humility and, but what I think is also interesting is that you can even experience this outside of Christ. Like there's a common grace to people. Um, you know, when people walk in more humility, just that don't even know God, 
um, they do better. <laughs> I was just watching this. Um, have you seen the, uh, it's the story of Elizabeth Holmes and the Theranos thing. I think it was called The Dropout. Mm-hmm. It came out like a, a maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah. But um, do you know who I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. She was the, you know, that she dropped out of Stanford, I think, but had this idea for testing a drop of blood and being able to tell like all these things just from this one drop of blood and was trying to mm-hmm. create this machine to do it or whatever. Yeah. But like all along, people were telling her like, this is not possible, mm-hmm. like the science people. Yeah. But she was so blinded. She was so convinced that she was going to change the world and do something and so prideful that she couldn't see it. And Absolutely. then she became a part of the deceit once she did start it deceiving people but like just what you described of like um you know being manipulated by evil people the, the number of people who were caught up in that scheme when you watch it now you're just like this is insanity like yeah. how did those people not see this well it's because they were completely enamored of themselves and their own yeah. ability yeah. to um you know know things yeah because they were very smart educated people so you mm-hmm. see it playing out even people outside of it. I mean, this is like, this is how God is operating, um, resisting the proud, giving grace to the humble. Um, and then when you know Christ, it's like exponentially better. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this is this is the gospel economy where if you seek to bring honor to yourself, you will reap dishonor. Yes. But if you seek to honor God and honor others, then, you know, you will be filled with wisdom and therefore you'll be honored. Right. And, you know, where do we see that more fully to bring it again back to the cross yes. and back to Jesus where uh, we ought to with the Proverbs, but you see it the most fully in Jesus. And I, I love, I think Philippians two just harmonizes <laughs> so perfectly with yeah. this passage. Um, you know, bring up in verse four, I could read the whole chapter, but uh, verse four, let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus. And it's this Proverbs 11, 2 mindset, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be held on to, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death even death on a cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name above every other name. Mm. That is this that that is the fullness of Proverbs 11 too, is Christ yeah. not honoring, not seeking to honor himself, but emptying himself, humbling himself. And, you know, therefore uh, putting himself in the position to have the name above every other name bestowed right. on him. Right. No, it's like, I mean, that's the best place to end because mm. this is who our Lord is and that he has offered this to us that we can look with our eyes and think, oh, this is, that seems so obvious the way to go to like, you know, to, and to cheat other people, to have hidden agendas, like to manipulate, to, I mean, it honestly, it seems so right. Even in, yeah. uh, even if you don't go about cheating people or thinking you're going to cheat people, you think this is obviously the way um, to success and then to have this amazing um, savior who shows us the way that Absolutely. the way up is the way down. Um, but he invites us into that and, um, and, and that we can see the wisdom in it, even Absolutely. in this life. Like yeah. even when we're operating with eyes of faith, we can actually see it playing out in, um, in real life. Um, yeah. When you, 
when you bother to look. So, Amen. Love it. All right. Well, another great day in the Proverbs is oh. in the books. And for the great, the people's favorite, the Jennifer McClish, <laughs> Jenny Mack, this is Will Carlisle. And we'll see you tomorrow as we continue through Proverbs on our daily rhythm. Thanks for listening to Our Daily Rhythm. I'm Jason Dees, one of the pastors of Christ's Covenant, and Our Daily Rhythm is a ministry of our church designed to help you more faithfully and effectively meditate on God's Word. If you ever have a question for us about one of our Bible readings or one of your own Bible readings, please don't hesitate to text us at 404-465-1737. Again, that's 404-465-1737. Or email me directly at jason at christcovenant.com. We'll meet you again tomorrow for Our Daily Rhythm.